The Bible Study Podcast, episode 398. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Psalms with Psalm 63. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Psalm 63 is another Psalm of David, and it's written when he was in the desert of Judah, and it starts this way. You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in dry and parched land where there is no water. Thirst is a theme in the Bible that we can see in several places. And as David is walking through this dry land, he turns this thirst that he has, this literal thirst that he has, into a metaphor. It reminds him of his longing and desire for God. David is not just wandering in the desert on a holiday. This is one of those difficult times in David's life. One of those times where it's easy to feel separate from God. And so there is this urgent need, this earnestly I seek you, I thirst for you, my whole being longs for you. I think of two specific themes in the Bible that have to do with thirst. The first one is more drought. I think of Amos, for instance, where I was just reading through uh, Amos 4, for instance, verse 7. I also withheld rain from you when the harvest was three months away. I sent rain to one town, but withheld it from another. One field had rain, another had none, and dried up. People staggered from town to town for water, but did not get enough to drink. Yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. So in one case, God is using thirst. God is using the drought that he sends to the people of Israel during the time of Elijah. God is using drought to drive people to him. Water is one of those things we can't get by without for very long. We are, as some people have said, self-propelled bags of water. We are mostly water. And when water is withheld from us for even a relatively short period of time, we have a great desire for it, this great thirst. So David is saying, that's what it feels like. And I like the idea here that one of the reasons we thirst for water is that we are mostly water. One of the reasons that we thirst for God is that if we're disconnected from him, if the branches are disconnected from the vine, they get no water, they get no sap. If we are disconnected from God, we get no life. That what is in us is created by God and connected to God. Now, fortunately for David, we are told elsewhere in the Bible, for instance, in Matthew, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. God promises us that when we earnestly seek him, when we do thirst for him, when our whole being longs for him, when we feel we are dry and parched, where we are in a place where we feel separated from God and the life that God gives, that God will respect that, that God will respond to that, that God desires to be found, that God desires to be with us. David continues on, I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live and in your name, I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest foods with singing lips. My mouth will praise you. So David refers to some vision that he has had where he has seen the glory of God. 
where he has gotten a glimpse into the nature of God and the wonderfulness and the glorious nature of God, the awesome power of God. And he says, your love is better than life. Here in a place where he is longing for thirst, where life is eking away, he says, my lips, his chapped and parched lips will glorify you. How much will God bless us when we praise him with chapped and parched lips? When we praise him from those difficult times, when we praise him from those dry places, when we praise him not because everything is going well, but because we still see his hand at work, even in the difficult times. And that's what David says, I will praise you, I'll lift up my hands, I'll be fully satisfied as with the richest foods. I'll be satisfied, basically, if I get some of you, if I get to be with you, as if I were quenched, as if I were full, as if I were satiated. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night because you are my help. I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. We remember a couple chapters ago when David was praying to God that God would hide him in the shadow of his wings, that God would protect him from his enemies. And he's saying here, I will sing to you at all hours. I'll sing to you in the middle of the night when it's darkest. I will sing to you in the morning when there's hope and a ray of light. I will sing to you in the evening as light goes away, as hope departs. I will sing to you in the shadow of your wings. I will sing to you because you are protecting me. I will sing to you because I find my rest in you. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. David knows where his strength comes from when all else has been stripped away. Deserts are an interesting thing if you haven't spent a lot of time in a desert. There's not a lot of distractions. There's not a lot growing in a desert. There are not a lot of people in a desert. It's to the desert that God sent the people of Israel when he wanted to make them into his people, when he wanted to make them into the nation of Israel. It's to the desert that he sent Moses. It's to to the desert that he sent Jesus for 40 days. And it's from the desert that David writes this psalm. When all of the other distractions have gone away, It's to the desert that many of the early church fathers, the hermits, went when they needed some time alone, some time with God and little else. Those who want me destroyed, they will go down to the depths of the earth. They will be given over to the sword and become food for jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear by God will glory in him, while the mouths of liars will be silenced. David is still in the desert because he's got troubles. He's got people after him, but he knows that if he walks with God, if he walks with God even here in the desert, that God will be glorified, that God will be faithful, and that all who don't believe in God will eventually see the error of their ways. It's interesting how much of this section of Psalms is written in these times of troubles. Later on, as we get further into Psalms, whether it be now or in a later study, we'll get into these Psalms of praise, chapter after chapter after chapter of praise to God. And I suspect they were arranged that way for easy singing. What kind of mood are you in? You're in a joyful mood. Go to the end of Psalms. You're in this desert place. Go to the middle of Psalms. And that's where we find ourselves, in the middle of Psalms in the desert with David. I don't know what your desert is today, 
But I pray that as the distractions are removed, as you are left with little else but God and your thirst for God, that God will find you in that lonely place, that God will comfort and respond as he has promised to do, because God desires to be found. With that, we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Hello, I'm Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we are the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. What we believe is that addiction is not a surprise to God. That's right. We discuss addiction from a biblical worldview and how true freedom comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Absolute freedom from addiction. The secular worldview of once an addict, always an addict is just not true. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, subscribe to Life After Addiction at lifeaudio.com.